Welcome to Shrimp and Crits. Hello. Whimsy World Edition. What? Who would have thought? <laughs> Number four. This is episode four. You said this was only going to take three episodes. Yep. <laughs> I was mistaken. <laughs> Are we done? Are we close to, is this the episode that nope. we wrap it up? Maybe. I don't think so, though. The Yup Dog is definitely the big boss. Yuck dog. <laughs> What's yuck He's dog? a beast. <laughs> What's yuck dog? <laughs> Nothing dog. What's yuck Thanks. with you? It was funny was... when you said it. You got some. <laughs> hey, Katie, you got some. Before we get started, we, you got some yuck dog on your shirt. <laughs> What's yuck dog? Nothing much. What's I, yuck with you? I hate this. Yeah. Oh, good. No, Brian, do you want to no. go ahead and say my joke too? Just because <laughs> everybody else did. <laughs> Uh, I already, I already said. You it. did, yeah. You were like the first to steal it. <laughs> yeah, he said it. Yeah, but I did the Michael Scott thing. The, you got some yuck dog on your shirt. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, that's the Michael Scott thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I rolled a six plus three. That's a nine. For what? Do I win? No. <laughs> to recap. I'm not going to recap very much, but you fell out of the train, the <laughs> into the central hub. Uh, Persephone goaded Milo a little bit. Uh, Ralph died. Oh, that's very important. Man, I'm so pissed about Ralph dying. I <laughs> tried very hard to save Ralph's life, and everyone thinks that I killed Ralph. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like when Katie melted that guy. Yeah, you kind of killed Ralph. Ah, now I know how you feel. <laughs> and then you heard in the forest a very scary sound. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> and now Aggie and Milo, you see before you a beast of sorts. And Tam, T- Tam, Tammy, T1M, you're still, you know, holding Ralph's body, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, just making sure y'all aren't all together yet. No, we are not. Okay. I'm going to start with Aggie and Milo. So, Aggie, what do you do? Do I know this yuck beast? <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, don't you remember? We had them over for a barbecue just last week. <laughs> God. They come over every Hanukkah. <laughs> yes, I think you do recognize this beast. It's it's very hard to tell. They're definitely overgrown. They're They're on all fours versus, as you knew them, as bipedal. And now they're claws are very long mm-hmm. and their fur is very mangy <laughs> they're definitely not what you knew as Willie, the mascot of whimsy world <laughs> <laughs> Willie is the mascot of whimsy world the former mascot of wind of whimsy world i guess the fallen mascot of whimsy world yeah who's the current mascot of whimsy world you guys. <laughs> nice. Nice. Obviously. That feels good. That feels it's nice. an honor. <laughs> what do they call? I, let me. I'm just curious. What do they call mm-hmm. Willie if it storms and he forgot his umbrella? Funny. Willie wet. Is that what you're going to say? Willie what? wet. <laughs> Willie wet. <laughs> you said yeah, he that's it. That, his that's the joke. Oh, yep, that's it. No, that's it. That's the whole joke. Ian wants to make a small dick joke. <laughs> No, no, I wouldn't make a wet willy joke when you fucking lick oh, your finger and stick it in someone's ear. I said it backwards. You said it so went. backwards. <laughs> oh, I'm a broken, broken man. <laughs> Are you both? I have to ask the Strouds here. Are you both aliens? This is an important yes. question. This is you not the answer? first time we've asked them. No, I skip away from wet willy and straight to, oh, your dick gets small. And <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. Your dick should not get small when it rains. <laughs> if you're in a cold pool, maybe. <laughs> it feels like we've been recording for an hour, and it's not even <laughs> You barely recognize willie and you can tell just by looking into this this thing's face that any semblance of the willie you knew is is gone i used to know that willie now it's a wayward willie <laughs> aggie should we play this like when we fought the pirate king my darling companion number one don't call me darling. <laughs> Number two, I. <laughs> Everyone we used to know is dead. This is our friend no longer. He appears lost. This thing is growling at you. After our brief exchange, Aggie and I, I duck into the woods, seemingly leaving Aggie totally alone. 
Oh, jeez. You really hate children. <laughs> I have a plan. I have it's all I'm just here. Kidding. I am totally alone. <laughs> Aggie knows what's up. I don't know what's up. Ryan doesn't know what's up. But I Aggie don't, knows I don't what's know what's up. up, but I actually think I have an alone thing. So why don't you roll save your skin? Okay. When you take advantage of an opening to run, hide, or otherwise evade danger, roll plus wits. On a 10 plus, you're in the clear, though it may take a few minutes before the danger has passed. On a 7 and 9, you can choose to escape or not, but there will be a price to pay if you do. On a miss, you might find yourself in an even worse predicament. Here's something that I didn't take into account. (laughs) It's that I don't have good wits, but... Yeah, you're not smart. (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's fine i'm not gonna push myself because i might need that essence see what happens come on dice please roll good okay nine minus one is eight okay on a seven nine you can choose to escape or not but there will be a price to pay if you do i escape (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna say that the price to pay here is that this thing is going to charge at Aggie. Sorry, Aggie. Um, you're probably about 25 feet from it, Aggie. Okay. When you met it in the clearing, basically, this clearing in the in the forest here. So you're about 25 feet away, and it is going to charge directly at you. Is there something you want to do here? Other than fight for your life, you you said you might have a move. Yeah, I think I just want to roll out the way. So okay, face fear, Aggie. When you attempt something risky in the face of fear or danger, roll plus pluck. On a ten plus, you accomplish what you set out to do. On a seven and nine, the GM will offer you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. On a miss, everything goes to hell. Okay, so I have the young and the reckless. So when I face fear. I can roll with plus cheek instead of plus pluck. Very cool. Nice. So roll plus cheek, butt cheek. This is 2d6, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Unless you want to push yourself. I don't. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, God. God. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So when I push myself, you have to call it before you roll. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you can't do it after the fact. Okay. (laughs) Did you fail? Yes. How bad? I want to (laughs) know. The audience wants to know the number. I got a four. Mm. Is that Snake Eyes plus two? I got Snake Eyes plus two. (laughs) Oh, rough. Okay. (laughs) It's not rough. It's yuck. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, we were on the same page. I was literally, God. those words were coming out of my mouth. On a miss, everything goes to hell. I mean, I feel like I only have one option here, and that is to make this thing attack you. Guys, I'm not used to failing. I don't like it. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Not a big fan of this failing thing that we've got going on here. Okay. Agatha, you attempt to roll out of the way of this thing charging at you and you trip on a branch i'm just gonna go simple here i thought about making it something cool but nope you just tripped on a branch isn't there a bunch of that goo around yes there's a lot of goo you slipped on the goo and tripped on a branch it would be comical if you weren't about to be attacked (laughs) 
Does it make a boing-oing-oing? Splurt. Honk. I am 12 years old. I know. That's why I feel bad. I'd much rather attack the robot or the, the emo man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you feel targeted? I feel targeted. Yeah, fu- that's <laughs> fucked up, kidding. man. Just because Ryan is kidding. your husband doesn't mean you can't hurt. <laughs> I don't give him special treatment. <laughs> I'm going to play a kid next time, so I'm invincible. Okay, I think you try to roll. <laughs> you try to roll, but you roll directly into this this same green glowing goo that Milo landed in. And you immediately like start slipping and sliding right towards this thing charging at you. Do you make a sound or anything? <laughs> what do you mean? I probably make do the you usual scream. I probably do make you... the usual tripping sound. Just ex- expletive. I'm just wondering <laughs> if you let out a distress signal so that Tim might hear you from far away. <laughs> All right, T1M. So you are sitting here <laughs> with your friend Ralph's your friend Ralph's <laughs> short-circuited body, lifeless, lifeless body. I mean, he was never alive, but powerless. <laughs> powerless. Bot unplugged. I don't know what you want me to say. Was he plugged in? <laughs> yes. To the train. That's how he died. <laughs> Wait, so we can just plug him back in? He's alive again? Plug him in. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's unplugged like Nirvana. Unplugged. Nice. Very oh, cool. man. Nice. Okay. There's been so many, like, Something hard rock references in, in this yeah. show. I don't even understand how. Heavy rock. <laughs> Heavy rock Nirvana. Everybody's favorite metal band. <laughs> we made a Bush joke. We're going to make a few more Bush jokes. And an APC joke? Okay, anyway. I got a Bush for you. Okay. T1M. Uh, Yep. In the distance, your, what are they called? Your receptors? Not optical receptors. What are your hearing ones called? (laughs) Antenna? My inputs. (laughs) I'm not going to call them. Listen, you you asked the question. You could say aural receptors. Who? Oral? Oh, aural. <laughs> I was like, oral? Aural is ear is hearing. Yeah. So I hear my uh I hear Agatha. I'll I'll let Tim talk in the robot speak, I guess. You hear what sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> and what sounds like something moving through a brush. Not towards you, but in the distance. And you realize that your friends are not in eyeshot. Eyeshot? Eyesight. Eyeshot. Wow. (laughs) Earshot is what you're thinking. Eyesight is the other thing. (laughs) You can't see your friends, okay? Perfect. What do you do? I think I put Ralph on my back, magnetize him to the back of my chassis. I was about to say, I just imagine you like tying his arms in a knot because they're just a flimsy robot. Whatever, however you want to see it in your mind's eye, Katie. <laughs> it's really up to you. Hold on, Ralph. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. And I'm going to jauntily sprint off towards the sounds of danger. Clink, 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 clink. Okay. I'm so boring. Every time you come to me, I do nothing. So you are making your way to this commotion yes how fast are you 
how do you want me to answer that? <laughs> There's no metric. I just, I'm trying to... I'm just trying to figure out how fast a robot of your stature can move. With 16 miles per hour <laughs> at full speed. <laughs> They're slow, so it should take him about five minutes to get there, <laughs> according to the train logic. <laughs> All right, so you are on your way to the commotion. I will hop back over to Milo and see what is Super. going on. Milo, you are hiding in some bushes. You've just left this child. Hmm. Au contraire. <laughs> what do you do? Tell me. We see Milo standing on a tree branch above ground level. Their cape is billowing in the wind, hat on, background has turned black. There's a night sky behind me, and I have a rose. And I say to the Yuck Beast, Willie, you should be kissed and often and by someone who knows how. Oh. Weird. <laughs> Weird thing to say. <laughs> I'm trying to goad this dog, this yuck beast. Wow. It must be raining. <laughs> now Cap gets it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, go. <laughs> when you leverage your infamy with a faction to draw their attention, roll against your reputation, i.e. subtract your rating, so a plus one becomes a minus one, etc. On a hit, they make a move against you. On a ten plus, choose two options. On a seven and nine, choose one. They react irrationally. They commit significant resources. They overlook your allies. They overplay their hand. Mm -hmm. So you're going to roll against your reputation. What is the faction? Entropy, I assume? Yes. Um, well, here's the thing, though. Because <laughs> I am a pariah, and the whole town oh, knows what happened to me and knows what I'm capable of when I goad, I may roll plus chaos instead of against reputation. I vaguely remember this. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, essentially, Aggie's in trouble, partially of my own making, so I'm trying to get this creature to chase me so that they may uh, either get away or hurt it more easily. Okay. And I'm imagining this is the same thing we employed when we fought the Pirate King. Together, side by side. Did Aggie slip in a big pile of green goo then, too? <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> I can't push myself on faction rolls, so I won't. So, go ahead. <laughs> That's nice of you. I rolled an 11. Jesus Christ. Okay, choose two options. <laughs> I would like it to overlook my allies. And any of the other three work for me because I'm just trying to get it to chase me. So um, I'm basically, as soon as it start, makes a move for me, I'm going to start like hopping from tree branch to tree branch. Okay. So I guess they act irrationally. Okay. You say whatever weird thing about kissing Willie that you just mm. <laughs> Goading by flirting. Been there. <laughs> Some kissing Willie. That's what we're going to call it. I would love nothing more than to kiss the Willie. Especially if it's a wet Willie. That's it. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
you see, looking up from the ground, blood red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. <laughs> Dejan! Dejan! Help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I wanted Three, to help. I always had good two, intention. I one. did not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die. Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is your favorite Katie. I said it. I hope I'm your favorite Katie, because all other Katies are inferior. That's probably a lie. I'm so sorry. I want to thank you for listening. This is Whimsy World Episode 4. Who would have thought? Here we are, Episode 4. I originally said it was going to be three episodes. <laughs> Look at who's got grits on their face. Now, I don't know the saying, but I fucked up. But it's okay. We're having a great time, and I hope you are too. We just wanted to say happy 4th of July. I hope you all have fun with your fireworks and your sparklers and don't drink and drive. <laughs> this has been a PSA from the only mom on this podcast. I want to thank you guys for telling your friends and family members and neighbors and teachers and co-workers whoever else about the podcast we really appreciate it that's how we get new friends and we love new friends um, and speaking of new friends we have one new patron this week which is super exciting because then they get their very own shout out we have aaron aaron thank you so much for joining our patreon we literally couldn't do this without our patrons we love you all i hate how much i say literally and I only realize it when I'm by myself and sad. Anyway, we have a new episode of Tallahassee Nights out. It is the second installment of Tallahassee Nights, just released last Monday. That is a fantastic time. And of course, the only way you can hear it is if you are a patron. You can sign up for as low as $5 a month, and you get like almost 30 hours of bonus content. It is incredible. I also want to remind everyone that we do bi-weekly listening parties on our Discord. You do not have to be a patron to join these listening parties. They are free. You can join as a tourist. Um, you get a nice little tourist role, and you can just hang out in the listening party as well as the listening party chat and chat with us while we're all listening. Um, it is always a fun time, and you can find that in our show notes, I think. Probably. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, of course, at Shrimp and Crits. If you haven't already, please rate and review us wherever you listen. Um, it's been a while since we have had, I mean, we always get stars. Everybody knows how much we love stars, but... 
It's been a while since someone wrote a heartfelt message. And let me tell you, we love reading those reviews. We love it. We love it so much. They warm our cold little hearts. And we just love to hear from you guys. Hopefully you have nice stuff to say. Please don't be mean. Of course, we are bi-weekly on Mondays. A special bonus episode of Lost in the Wild will be out on July 6th. Isn't that exciting? A little treat for you. Lost in the Wild is for everybody. It's not Patreon. Patreon. God, I I give up. I give up. (laughs) It's not Patreon exclusive. Lost in the Wild will be out July 6th for everyone. Get excited because it's a good one. Our next episode of Whimsy World will be July 17th, and we've already recorded that session, and it is a doozy. Okay, bye. See you next time. Thank you. You're laying there in this goo, and this thing is coming up fast on you. And then suddenly, it's almost as if it jumps right over you and is trying to jump at your friend Milo, who is in a tree. It's almost as if it jumps over her, or it does jump over her. Did I say it's almost? You said it's almost as if it jumps (laughs) over you. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) I need to know my situation right now. (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) I meant it's almost as if it is, like, going to get you, and then, Mm. like, you close your eyes, like, in anticipation, clinching, and then when you realize nothing's happening, you open your eyes, and this thing is literally soaring over you, trying to reach milo who is in a tree branch in a tree branch in a tree and milo you are surprised at like the jump on this creature and you notice that it has very big shoes on its back feet still they're tattered (laughs) and torn but they are very big shoes (laughs) Uh, and they uh, use uh, these uh, to propel themselves at you into this tree. Yeah, so I would like to sick Mint Murphy on the, the yuck dog. Yuck beast, thank you. Yuck, yuck beast. Yuck dog is a performer in downtown <laughs> Whimsy at the height uh-huh. of its popularity among the children. <laughs> okay, we're going to go, before you do all that, we're going to go back to T1M. You arrive into this clearing, and you see Agatha laying in this green goo, this giant yuck beast jumping over her into a tree where Milo is standing with a rose (laughs) seductively. (laughs) What do you do in this chaos? I want to see your yuck face. I hate that. I hate it so much. That's really funny. I want a t-shirt that says that. They sell them at the gift shop. I don't want to see your yuck face. Agatha, this is no time for a siesta. Let's get moving. 
and I will go over to help Agatha up. Yeah, I think I think Tim can help Agatha up pretty easily. And now you are both together standing as you see this thing. Unless you do something, Milo, it's going to collide with you because it's pissed. It's pissed at you. Yeah, I mean, when it's time, I would definitely like to just kind of I'm trying to just keep it at enough of a like, you know, as as it jumps towards me, I'm bounding back like I I wanted this to happen. So I was ready for it to happen. So I'm trying to just like stay with just out of striking distance so that my two compatriots can uh, develop their plan. Okay, I'm keeping it distracted. So if I need to roll to avoid harm, I will. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and Agatha, if you want to bring McMurphy out, let's do that. So you've marked one imagination. Yes, I will mark one imagination to use imaginary friend. Okay. And what do you want McMurphy to look like here? Do you want him to be big like he was when he saved you out of the monorail or? Uh, I am literally going to take him off, throw him like a baseball <laughs> towards okay. the yuck beast, and then he is going to grow big. Okay. <laughs> I choose you. Aggiemon. <laughs> yeah, that's my thought too. Do you say anything to McMurphy? Knock the yuck out of that guy. Yuck him up. Oh mm-hmm. man, <laughs> that's that's the T-shirt. McMurphy, beat the yuck out of that one. <laughs> there it is. Did you say eat or beat? <laughs> I don't care what you do. Just Agatha, why are you yelling at that T-shirt you threw? It's a it's a long, long, complicated story. But uh, you will see McMurphy grow. Yeah, as soon as Tim says that i think you see from this how big is the keychain probably like four inches this little tiny keychain just explodes into this ball of feathers i guess robot feathers to t1m (laughs) oh yeah we all see our uh, ideal pipe pirate parrot pirate parrot (laughs) (laughs) yep pirate parrot okay well then my my vision of this bird has a rose in its mouth so that's just <laughs> that's that's all i need to say <laughs> okay okay so this thing is following milo like deeper into woods and now mcmurphy is on its tail as well are you two going to follow on foot lead the way i want to now that i see the bird coming mm-hmm. I would you like to fight for your life. No, 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 I do not want to <laughs> fight for my life. Okay. I would like to, as I'm like, I'm jumping back to dodge its strikes. I would like to kind of, my cape is sort of dramatically large, right? Like maybe it doesn't always mm-hmm. appear as such, but uh, I would like to kind of flutter my cape around and kind of. Like a fucking bull? Are you trying to. <laughs> You try oh, yeah. to treat this thing like a bull? Kind of, but only in that I lead it into getting stri- stricken, struck by McMurphy. I okay. am not trying to hurt it myself. I'm trying to kind of like, I've been jumping backwards. All of a sudden I jump forward, but like kind of pushing the midnight blue uh, billowing uh, robbery 
into the Huckbeat's face so that it collides. It gets hit from behind by McMurphy. Okay. I feel like I should make you face fear. I feel like you're... That's what it feels like to me, too. Because I don't know how many trees you've jumped <laughs> back and forth. Are you Tarzan? What is he literally talks about his tree every episode. So. <laughs> I, tree. You spend a uh, lot of time up in that goddamn far, tree, don't as, you? <laughs> as far as I know, he has jumped <laughs> one tree over and over and over. This beautiful tree. Oh, Jesus. This tree pales in comparison to my wonderful tree. <laughs> He's yucked the tree a few times. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Milo face fear, please. He's got a few splinters. I'm oh, going gross. to mark vestige because I would really like for this to work. Okay. What's that mean? I'm pushing myself. Push it real good. I do have a plus one in pluck. Ooh. 10 plus 1 is 11. Wow. On a 10 Yuck, plus, yeah. you accomplish what you set out to do. Okay. So you are able to kind of confuse this thing. I think you actually succeed in slowing it down enough that McMurphy is like going to dive bomb into this thing. How do, okay, this is a real question. How does this work? Because McMurphy doesn't have like moves and stuff, right? I can just make it up, make up whatever the fuck I want, right? No, uh, well, he doesn't have moves and stuff, but his harm is two harm close in Tropic. One of your moves as a GM in most, I'm pretty sure it's in this game because it's in most Power by the Apocalypse, is uh, one of your moves, which is just a thing you can do as a react to the yeah. player's actions is uh, inflict harm as established. So if you believe that this is sufficient fiction setup for the yuck beast to take harm, then yeah, you should inflict harm as established. You know, it's like, okay, the bird doesn't need to move because that's you. You don't, you never roll, but I have set it up to where it will get hit by this bird. So we, we know how much harm the bird does. Yada, yada, yada. So you hear, <laughs> This is going to be fun. <laughs> you hear McMurphy literally crash into this thing and simultaneously the Yuck Beast <laughs> <laughs> and they are falling to the ground together. Fuck yeah. With this rose holding McMurphy that you see. So Agatha and Tim, we're going to go back to you. What do you do? You just heard this commotion. They're now struggling on the ground. You hear a lot of groshes. Are they making loud? Uh, <laughs> you hear a lot of gorshes. It's a weird thing. He's gorshing right now. God sorry. <laughs> that was oh, a good Lord. one. Milo, jump! I'll catch you. <laughs> I have a paintball gun. You do have a paintball gun. I don't know where you've been keeping it this whole time. That's kind of weird. In my holster. I'm a pirate. That's not that weird. I well, I guess you would have a little belt with a... Yeah. A check you have a paintball gun? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Why, do I Why think haven't you been paint... shooting this thing? <laughs> because I am really bad shot. <laughs> I feel like paintball 
in my head, paintball guns are huge, but I guess this would be like a... If only we were playing a game of absurdity. It's just a pistol paintball yeah. gun. <laughs> I think I think this is literally a pistol that you stole from the gift shop and you literally tinkered with it until you, you made it into a paintball gun. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely looks yeah. like a pirate's no muscle, shit, Katie. No oh my fucking God. shit, Katie. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about this in session zero. Also, my only options were paintball gun, wrist rocket, or nunchucks. And I was like, well, paintball, <laughs> paintball gun seems like the most pirate thing I could do. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do something? Yeah, or... I want to. Sh- I want to shoot at the beast with my paintball gun. Tim, I don't feel like you've done much other than just yell things do you want to do something before i have agatha shoot this thing um are you just along for the goofs and the (laughs) well let's see i'm trying to give milo a safe landing from that tree if i attack it i die Mm -hmm, that's true so okay i'm just making sure that if milo doesn't want a safe landing i can do something else my whole thing right now is trying to stay separated from you two so that i can distract it okay okay i am going to put myself in danger here and try to get the attention of the yuck beast whoa how would you like to do this I said that so. He did say that so weird. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, you as a fan of your character. I'm not. I'm trying to think how to say yuck in this voice. Okay, I needed to practice (laughs) saying it because it felt weird in my head. Yuck, beast. Who wants some yuck snacks? (laughs) Your favorite. Oh my god. I baked them fresh this morning, and oh. Boy, do they smell good! Yes, I, like, <laughs> I feel like you're literally Dr. Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park, just waving that lights, the, the, the thing, when he didn't need to, and <laughs> pulling the T-Rex towards you. Yes. What role are you trying to... I'm trying to hoodwink. Oh. <laughs> Why? So... So I have, <laughs> so I do. I do have a thought. The yuck beast was Willie, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's Willie. Have we been calling it Willie? I did, at least once. Oh, you did? Because I was going to say Tim mm-hmm. would absolutely call just know this as Willie. But is it Willie anymore? Well, and what I'm saying is that would be kind of a more of a hoodwink. Right, like messing with its head of like, mm. you know, it's Willy. So maybe see where I'm going there. Hood waking it just to like, oh, I am Willy. <laughs> what if he started <laughs> talking like that? <laughs> oh, shit. It's, he, he gets up and he says, oh, shit, you're right. I am. Oh, I oh, am Willy. Oh, damn. Sorry. That was just my that was just my quick thought. I think it's very obvious just from looking at this thing that the willy you once knew is gone this thing has been trapped in the central hub for over 10 years i literally envision it there was a human being in that mascot suit Mm -hmm. and then the apocalypse happened and this entropic force took over 
and the suit fused basically and oh this God. person is trapped inside literally for 10 years i think you can see that mcmurphy is kind of being overpowered here mcmurphy is like pinned to the ground wings out yuck beast is on top of him i imagine you want to defend your first mate here i will break out my skateboard whoa <laughs> there's a lot of tree roots as a, as a fan of your character he can grind are on you the tree you roots. ever That's played perfect. disney oh, skate shit. adventure are you gonna beat this thing with a skateboard whoa no i'm just trying to get up to make murphy quick okay on my skateboard that I definitely have. <laughs> yes, I remember. More sense than roller skates or a bike. <laughs> Is it on? You just like have it strapped to your back at all it's times? Strapped to my back. Okay, cool. This is absurdia, Katie. Weird shit can happen. I am a character from Disney. I, I, I understand. I mean, I also... whimsy skate adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I also imagine you fashion the skateboard out of like spare parts as well yes because there's no skateboards allowed in the park perfect okay would this be another face fear since you you are getting close to this thing or actually when you directly engage a threat fight for your life yeah what are you trying to do once you get up there on your skateboard uh shoot it with my paintball gun but also just be close to McMurphy so we can make an exit. Okay, I feel like this is fight for your life. When you directly engage a threat, roll plus pluck. On a 7 and 9, you and your enemy inflict harm on each other. As established, on a 10 plus, you get to choose an extra effect. Inflict plus 1 harm. Suffer less harm, minus 1 harm. Gain the advantage, take plus 1 forward, or give plus 1 forward to another character. Take something from them or force them where you want them. On a miss, you might get maimed, captured, or toyed with. I might push myself. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> is, that, is that your last one? No, I've got two more. Okay, all right. No, it's just, just on keep, your level. It just keeps me from using make-believe. Oh, I didn't even have to push myself. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Six, a five, and a four. Mm. Plus anything or minus anything? Uh, minus one. <laughs> so, so that's a still a ten. Six right? and five. Yeah, so I got a ten. So on a ten plus, you get to choose an extra effect. Um, I think I would like to force them where I want them. Okay. As far as like a distraction. To get McMurphy out. Yeah. Okay, so make sure you mark a harm. That's at least my first harm. Do you want to describe this, or do you want me to? Uh, I just take, I unstrap my skateboard from my back. That is made more like a longboard, so you can ride it on different terrain. And I will ride over, do a sweet grind off some roots. Hell yeah. <laughs> While grinding, I will take out my paintball gun and shoot the beast in the eye I'm shooting it in the eye that it is facing McMurphy with so McMurphy can fly up you get close enough to shoot this thing in the eyes um, because you know that you don't have the best shot 
So I think when you shoot it in the eyes, it literally like starts flailing its arms as it falls back off McMurphy. And I think you get knocked off your skateboard for one harm. It hits you pretty hard. But McMurphy is, I wouldn't say free, because this is trapped in your imagination. McMurphy is free of the yuck beast. What the fuck was that? Watch your language. All right. As this thing is reeling from being shot, (laughs) Milo, is there anything you want to do in this instance? My goal remains the same. I would still like to continue to distract the Hyuk Beast so that my companions can act with more freedom. Uh, so now that the Hyuk Beast has set its sights on Aggie, uh, I might want to try another goad, uh, but I, I, you know, like whatever you want me to roll, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I will stay in the treetops, jumping from branch to branch, trying to keep this thing's attention off of my friends. Okay. So far, I haven't been hurt doing this, so I feel... So Milo feels very confident that it's a good strategy. Yeah. How does it How does it look? Does it look... I mean, it's taken three harm at this point. Does it look damaged? Does it look fine? It's bloodied. <laughs> In D&D terms, if that gives you anything. Okay. But... While this is going on, Tim, what do you do? Okay, so things are looking bad here. I want to try to find the best way out of this situation. I have a pretty good idea of the layout of this park, even though I haven't spent any little, if any, time in this area. But I do have a literal eye in the sky on the monorail that can see everything. So I would like to use my connected consciousness to try to figure out the best way towards the fairy's glen. Yes, why don't you assess reality? Okay, I am going to use my zeitgeist move because I'm using multiple consciousnesses here to figure this out. Okay. And that just means that all results are one level higher. Nice. Is that for assess reality? Let me just double check. Ah, fuck. No, it's for gather information. That's my bad. Oh, so it doesn't work for assess reality? Uh, No, it's just gather information, the faction move. Okay, so I'm going to assess reality. Okay. Well, that's three on the dice. Plus one is a four. Ooh. Okay, on a miss, you might reveal crucial information, or the GM might have you ask two questions but give you some information that is inaccurate. Would you like me to ask two questions that get inaccurate responses or just say that I revealed crucial information to you? Just because I love this mechanic so much in this game, I'm going to have you ask two questions. What's my best route? Hmm. Okay, what's the second one? Just so I know. (laughs) I like to know them both. Hmm. What here is useful or valuable to me? Nothing. Nothing here is useful or valuable to you. Does that work? All right. See you later. (laughs) And what's my best route? Your best route is to somehow get back to the 
base of the monorail track. All right, team. We need to get out of here and lickety split. We can make a ladder with our bodies to get back on the monorail. <laughs> Are you 20 feet tall stacked uh, uh, on top of each I didn't even say it was 20. I said it was like five, 50 feet. I'm playing on the answers you just gave me. What do you want from me? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm so confused by getting back to the base of the. I guess yeah, you can it's the lie wrong to answer. Him. Oh, yeah, you yeah. can lie to him. I <laughs> forgot that's how this game works. And I was going <laughs> with it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be a lie. It just says, but give you some information that is inaccurate. Some information. What if some of it's not inaccurate? I mean, the train can go off the rails and you're in con- and Tim is in control of the train so if we he could potentially rescue us with the train right if he could get in control of it like full control I don't see why not because if we get back up on the tracks we can just go to the next station mm-hmm. and we have a bird that can fly us onto the tracks yeah I only have a bird for one scene and I feel like I disappear after I use the bird the next scene, which makes the bird disappear. I am acting on the questions that I got answered. I'm going to start trying yeah, yeah, to help yeah, Agatha yeah, up yeah. and moving her towards the train tracks. Uh, yeah, I see this. I'm going to try and once more goad the creature so that it comes after me and not them. Okay, what do you say? Yuck, beast. Up here, I am still pining for you. I know that somehow every step I took since the moment I could walk was a step towards finding you. (laughs) Okay, roll it. Roll plus chaos, I guess, because you have that fancy move, don't you? I only have one more vestige. (laughs) I'm afraid to mark it. (laughs) (laughs) But I suppose if this is the sacrificial play. So you're about to make yourself fracture. Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I might. I don't want to push you one way or the other, but it could be really cool or it could be really bad. There's only two (laughs) options. (laughs) It could be actually, no, it could be really cool and really bad. I love this. (laughs) Which some people like. <laughs> I have okay. I have an idea how it would resolve either way. It might actually work out perfectly for me. But Katie, I'm gonna fracture myself to make this. Oh happen. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I'm marking my last vestige to push myself and try and goad this thing successfully to let my people go. Okay, I rolled three threes. So that's six plus two, which is a s- eight. A what? An eight. <laughs> An eight. Okay. On a seven and nine, choose one. I, yeah, obviously pick, they overlook your allies. So you goad this yuck beast. Yes. Midnight blue rose in my mouth. <laughs> that was a sentence I didn't understand for a minute. I just imagine stem down your throat instead of <laughs> sideways. Like, okay. <laughs> it might be because I <laughs> I'm becoming I'm fracturing here. Oops, I swallowed it. Okay, so this thing is definitely lunging for you. I think Tim made it to Agatha 
and helped her up and is literally pulling her along with McMurphy in the opposite direction from you. And this beast goes to jump at you just like it did before. And as soon as it's probably about two feet in front of your face, I think Milo, I think you just disappear. I like to think that like you held up your cape. Is it a cape? Yeah. Yes. Your your cape one more time. And you kind of like held it in your fr- in front of your face like a matador. And then the beast is jumping towards it just like it did before. And as soon as you swish one way, you're just gone. Bye-bye. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Bye-bye. Do my robes collapse in a heap like fucking Obi-Wan no, Kenobi? You're not, you're not naked in this fracture. <laughs> You just want to be naked in your scene? Well, no, I just... <laughs> I kind of like that his fracture is his robes just disappeared. He's just wandering around naked somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't lose any more friends today. <laughs> we need to go. I think when this happens, the you hear Tim and Agatha, you hear the Yuck Beast collide with that tree and you hear that again (laughs) as it comes tumbling down the tree to the ground and as it's regaining its bearings here now realizing that milo has disappeared um this thing is going to turn its sights on you two now wait a second (laughs) <laughs> I pick they overlook your allies. That was the whole point of my succeeding. <laughs> I mean, you can't overlook them forever. Okay. <laughs> I think they I think they're far enough away. I mean, you were up in a tree. So, some time has passed as Tim retrieved Agatha and all that and they are trying to run the opposite direction. Is it chasing us? Agatha and Tim, the two of you hear the sound of the beast colliding with the tree. Do either of you look to see what's going on with Milo? Of course. He's my best friend. (laughs) Yes, I would also look to see what is happening with Milo. (laughs) You literally watch Milo disappear behind his cape. And you see the beast collide with the tree. And that thing is now tumbling through the branches to the ground. Don't worry, Agatha. He does this all the time. What do you do? Blimey. You say blimey? Blast it. I don't know. That's better. Pirate shit. (laughs) Blimey does not sound like a pirate. I'm sure he'll meet us at the teacup. He probably just went to see his tree. (laughs) (laughs) It's very lighthearted of you. We need to get out of here tim my friend if there's anything me and you have ever seen eye to eye on a captain knows when to not let the ship go down mcmurphy grab the robot let's go that tickles i will have (laughs) mcmurphy pick up tim by the arms and we will fly away from this scene (laughs) (laughs) okay that yuck beast is going to come back when we least expect it and fuck us up. 
the two of you, this is the Agatha and Tim show now. You are flying back towards what you think is the monorail track, right? We can fly uh, for about what you think a scene length is. <laughs> and, and poof! And we're, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get as close to the crowd as possible within that scene length. I think that McMurphy gets you to the base of the monorail track. I think literally maybe Agatha, you're like trying to have a conversation with McMurphy. Well, no, I don't want to control this. You, you control McMurphy. Are you saying anything to McMurphy? You're trying to get McMurphy lower. Take us back to the train, but not too high. You want to keep a low profile. Yeah, so I think McMurphy safely gets you back to the track. And as soon as um, I imagine it's, you know, like a track and it's on like these very tall concrete pillars. And McMurphy is flying towards the base of one and probably just poof disappears about two feet off the ground with y'all two feet off the ground. So Agatha and Tim, you are safely... I wouldn't say safely, but you're back at the monorail base here. And McMurphy is gone. That was an adventure! Thanks, McMurphy! <laughs> now, Agatha! Do you have your tickets? I'm just kidding. You don't need tickets <laughs> for the monorail. Let's just sit here and wait. <laughs> Any minute. Sometimes... You can be exhausting. <laughs> You're not the first person to tell me that! <laughs> I think you hear something in the distance. And you think it is... Well, I don't want to tell you what you think. Well, now, Katie, but it sounds, I, it's. I will uh, know if it's a train as I am on the train. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Just say it. You definitely hear like a... How would you describe that noise? Toot, toot. <laughs> no. Pardon you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you hear a sound, a sound in the distance. I'm not going to be more descriptive. I'm sorry. It's just, just a, any just sound. Just sound. Could be thunder. Just a sound. Could be a child's laughter. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just any sound. Could be a horny bird. Okay, I'll I'll be a little more descriptive. Hold on. There appears to be a whale-sized cat somewhere oh, in the area. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a rustling sound. Trains don't typically rustle. So you are listening. Why don't you roll assess reality? Okay. Oh, that's good. Hmm. Uh, straight eight. Just eight, even. So you hold one. What's my best route? What's my best route? Because rustling is on the ground, and I want my best route away from it. I think I could make this work. Yeah, I should stress that right now it's just Tim and Aggie, and when Aggie's calling the shot, she's sneaky. She's like, she's got her secret hiding spot and everything. So it's like, that's why I'd mostly be looking for the best route to hide 
to assess the situation after. Okay. This could work on several different levels. Okay. So, currently where you're standing underneath the track is overgrown. It's like tall weeds, but it's not like what you were just in. Like, you can see the edge of a forest, essentially. And two things happen simultaneously here. The rustling gets very loud, and suddenly the Hyuk Beast is breaking through the trees, probably about 20 feet away. But at the same time, you hear almost what sounds like a door opening, and you hear, guys, over here. And when you turn around at the base of this monorail pillar, you see what looks like to be literally a trap door covered in weeds. And you see a red-haired girl who you know to be Frankie. Come on, Tim. You two are scrambling as the yuck beast is gaining. And I like to imagine Agatha literally like tosses Tim <laughs> into the hole and then slides in herself. What a strong 12-year-old. You definitely hear a thud on top. And you are safe from the Yuck Beast. again please <laughs> gorsh i can't do it <laughs> gorsh 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 <laughs> this is what's gonna get us taken down i'm pretty yeah. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. no, just throw some effects gorsh. on that bad boy disney's like you can't yeah. say gorsh <laughs> only we can say gorsh <laughs> <laughs>